Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We are starting a brand new series and this series is called 10 Questions a Leader Needs to Ask Themselves. And uh, this all comes out of Dudley Daniel, his first manual. It was called Leading the Church way back in 1989, actually out of the first chapter called Biblical Leadership. And in it, he poses 10 questions that every leader should ask themselves about their leadership. So each week, I'm going to look at another one for the next 10 weeks. And we're going to kick it off today by looking at question number one, which is, are you appointed? Now, Numbers chapter 27, verses 15 to 17. Moses, this was Moses' prayer. Moses said to the Lord, may the Lord, the God who gives breath to all living things, appoint someone over this community to go out and come in before them. One who will lead them out and bring them in so the Lord's people will not be like sheep without a shepherd. May the Lord appoint someone. Now, that word appoint means to be assigned or to be put in charge. And the big idea behind this is it needs to be the Lord who appoints, not self-appointed. There are too many self-appointed leaders, too many self-appointed apostles and pastors and preachers, or elected by the church. Many are, well, I've been elected by the church, so surely that means I'm God's man of power for the hour. No, are you appointed by God? That's the key question. This was something that Paul was convinced of. And so when he wrote the letters, most of the letters when he's writing to the church in Corinth or Galatia or Ephesus, wherever it is, you'll notice in the beginning that the first thing he does is qualify the fact that he knows that God has appointed him to the task. Let me give you three quick examples. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 1, Paul called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. Not his own will, not his own desire, but by the will of God. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 1, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God. 1 Timothy 1 verse 1, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the command of God, our Savior, and of Christ Jesus, our hope. In other words, Paul knew that what he was doing, he was doing by the appointment of God. And this is huge. Well, in fact, let me take you to two big questions. And the first question is, why is it so important that as a leader, you know that God has appointed you? And the fact is that when we look at the life of Jesus, Jesus lived a very sent life, especially in the book of John. How many times John said, the Father has sent me. I only say what the Father has sent me. Jesus lived with this amazing conviction. I'm here doing what I'm doing because the Father has sent me to do it. And the big understanding behind this is if you're living a sent life, then you know that behind you, whoever sent you is giving you the authority and power to get it done. So if we want to grow in our leadership, effectiveness and authority, the more convinced we are that God has appointed us, God has commissioned, charged us and sent us, then you'll walk in a greater level of confidence. Not self-confidence, but God-appointed confidence. So, Jesus' authority came from the fact that he was sent by God. He was doing what God had appointed him to do, and so he could do it with God's power. Let me give you an example from John chapter 5 and verse 36. It says, I have testimony weightier than that of John for the works that the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I'm doing testify that the Father has sent me. Isn't that beautiful? In other words, he was doing miracles, signs and wonders. And he was saying, these works are the testimony that what I'm doing has been done by the authority and commissioning. I've been appointed by God, sent by God. And you can see the fruit of that by the work that I'm doing. And I want us to catch the heart of this, leaders. The more we are convinced that God has called us and appointed us and sent us, the greater the level of authority that we can walk in. 
The anointing and power of Jesus' life and ministry was proof that the Father had sent him. And when you are sent by God, you have power, the power of God behind you. Now that's exactly what happened at the end of Jesus' ministry. He turns to his disciples in John 20 and verse 21. And again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Beautiful. In the same way that the Father had sent Jesus, Jesus was now commissioning his apostles, his leaders, and saying, I'm appointing you, I'm sending you so that they could go out with authority. The more you know that you're sent by God, the more authority you will walk in. Paul knew that he was sent by God as an apostle, and so he walked in authority. Are you confident that God has sent you as a leader? The more confident you are that God has sent you, appointed you, and chosen you to lead, the more authority that you'll walk in. I really hope that makes sense. Someone once said it like this, whoever puts you in the position needs to keep you in that position. So if you are a self-appointed leader, you have to keep yourself in that place of leadership. But if God has appointed you, you can rest in the confident assurance, God, you've appointed me, you'll sustain me, strengthen me, and protect me. Second big question I want to finish with then is how do we know that we're appointed to lead? It's one thing to say we need to know, but how can we be sure? Two things. Number one is I'm calling it the divine calling. And uh, there has to be that prophetic sense that God has spoken. Now that could look different in different people. Everyone you speak to, they have a different story of how they know God had called them. But I like that the Bible always speaks about the testimony of two or three. I believe to be called of God, there should be, there should be a testimony of at least two. And I think one should be internal and one should be external. Let me give you my own example. When I gave my life to Jesus at the age of 17, literally within a few months, I had this prophetic sense inside of my heart, God's called me to be a pastor in a church. The, the desire never went away. 30 years later, it's still inside of me. There's this prophetic burning. This is what God's called me to. But that's not enough. Over the years, especially as I was working towards that and growing as a leader, I had many people prophesy over me and sense God has called you into full-time ministry. God's called you to lead a church. There was an internal witness and an external witness. But then lastly as well, I think there's evidence of grace. In 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10, Paul said, By the grace God has given me, I am what I am, and His grace to me was not without effect. I love that. God's grace affects us. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. And God's grace is amazing. When God gives you grace for something, it affects your passion and your ability. And that people begin to recognize. If God's given you grace to lead, people will recognize your passion for leadership and your ability. Not a finished product, but there's a natural grace working inside of you that gives you a desire to lead and to grow in that area. In Romans 12, 6 to 8, it speaks about those different grace gifts. Uh, verse number 6 says, We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in proportion to your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. In other words, when there's grace upon your life, people should recognize passion and ability. So there's my challenge for today. Are you appointed to lead. The purpose of this question is not to sow doubt, but rather to build confidence in God. Because if God has called you and sent you to lead, then you are, can be fully assured and expectant of His authority and His backing. I hope that helps. I hope that makes sense. It's a great first question. Next week, we can look at question number two. Are you a ruler? Can't wait to see you then. May the Lord bless you. Bye for now. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.